Welcome to The Good Lawyer. This is a 2022 copyrighted podcast of the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia, where we discuss what makes a good lawyer. Let's get started. And we're back with our next guest, Mr. Damon Elmore, the Executive Director of the State Bar of Georgia. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You obviously uh, have had a long history of service to the bar. Sure. Um, it, you've been a mentor to me at certain points in time, and I know you've been a mentor to a lot of, lot of, lot of other young lawyers and non-young lawyers. Um, so I'm just going to ask you straight out the gate: What makes a good lawyer? Um, because I think everybody knows Damon Elmore. Yeah. Uh, we, we at least know of you, so we don't need to introduce you further. Sure, so sure. What, what is it that makes a good lawyer? You would think that after listening to this podcast <laughs> as many times as I have and even being a part of the two today, I would have some type of answer ready. Um, but I don't know. I have thought about it. Um, it's kind of you to say that I've been a mentor to you because it's one of those things when you see people do things that are great and you can... Take a little bit of credit for it. Um, it feels really good. So thank you for that. But I wonder if there are not at least three, if not four, maybe good qualities uh, for it. Because not only have I listened to this podcast, but it was important to me when I first started practicing, because you'd always hear that he's a good lawyer, she's a good lawyer. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And, and I remember the partner at the firm that I was with then give some explanations. But I think it has come to this. Um, I, I think it is someone who has a high level of curiosity. Um, I think you heard Mike just talk about empathy. So I think anything that's kindness and respect is a huge deal, and it is not hard to do that. But but I think the most important part is someone who has the ability to and the willingness really to be evolutionary, which I guess goes along with the reason why we call it practice. Because you will make mistakes, you have to recover from that. You have to learn and do better things the next time. You have to step up on the bigger stages. So so I really think the most important part really becomes that willingness to just keep growing and doing better uh, with your practice and with the people that are around you. I do. Tell us about your experience of, of being a leader in the bar. Mm-hmm both as, as a Wildy member and, and beyond, mm-hmm. well, not a Wildy member, but a Wildy president yep. and beyond, but then juxtaposing that, and I don't mean to use those big words on the podcast, but I, I just did it out of habit, mm-hmm. as being the executive director of the yeah, bar. Because yeah. that's a very interesting dynamic. It is a little bit. Um, it, it, is, it is helpful for sure. Um, so I started early on in my career with uh, activity with the YLD. It, it was classic voluntold uh, role. Uh, I'll never stop saying his name. Hakeem Hilliard uh, made me go to a young lawyers division, minorities in the profession committee meeting. And I fell in love. Um, I did. Um, and, in, and in fact, uh, I also remember a meeting that we had here in Savannah across the river at the Hyatt. And I was so excited about being involved that I was trying to find the executive council meeting. And I wasn't even on the executive council. And I just thought it was that way. And Ross Adams, that was when I first met Ross Adams, who was a mentor to me and, and made it important. And then had the ability to to become president of the Young Lawyers Division. And, and, and Ron, you might get this. You know, I wasn't successful in my initial bid. I was successful as secretary and treasurer. Then there was an election, a, a, a contested election for president-elect. 
that I wasn't uh, successful in the first time. Uh, but there were some shifts and came back in and, and evolved from that for sure. Um, we wanted to do a lot of things when we were a team uh, in that, that time, 2005, 2006. One was we wanted to attract more people to the Young Lawyers Division that may not have historically been excited about it or thought it was a place for them. And, and we did a, a good job with that. And then that year, the Leadership Academy started, which is still going. And, and that was a big deal. And there were a lot of people that take the credit for that. Laurel Landon, Sherry Edenfield, uh, Tanya Boga at the time take real big credit for that. Um, but those were the things that were really important. Uh, thanks to Lester Tate and others, was able to get on the Board of Governors afterward. And I'm excited to see that we continue to have YLD leadership transition and then uh, participate in the bar that way. And then had a small time in the executive committee before I moved away to Indiana. All of those roles were very different, but what they allowed me to do was to really see how the bar supports our members and determine ways that we can provide value and do better things for the members. So that right there, not only that, but just knowing the phone number to Sarah and Jennifer and Jessica and all those people uh, helped when I came back in a different capacity. Um, but but our role, our, my role now particularly, is less about uh, leadership of the bar. Um, certainly it is involved with uh, helping manage the day-to-day -day operations and certainly supporting the team that we have, all 102 of them uh, in the bar that do the work for the bar. And then really supporting the volunteer leaders who really drive so many things for the organization year in and year out um, and the work that they want to do. Um, so it's different, man. It, it, it is not um, an upfront seat. Uh, I guess I'm on that little jump seat in the plane <laughs> where I still <laughs> kind of fold down the one. little fold down one. And, not even and, a real full not seat. Not even a real full seat. I mean, I may get to press a switch every now and then, but um, but it's a good place to be, uh, especially since the pilots that keep coming in uh, land us safely and do a really good job. Yeah. And, and, and in your role, I mean, you, you've got lawyers that work for the bar. Yep. Uh, that you deal with. Yep. You've got lawyers who are volunteer leaders. Yep. Um, like me and Sarah. Yep. Um, how how do you how do you see good traits that you were talking about earlier that make good lawyers? How do you see it manifesting in in both the I hate to use the word employees who are lawyers, the lawyer employees of the bar, yeah. as well as the servant leaders. Yeah. So I think with the with the lawyers that are, that are involved, it 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 is the ability to sort of continue to grow and evolve, and to make sure that we put the member needs first. Um, so there's some excellence that's involved with their work, and then just continuing to figure out, hey, can we do that better? Can we serve our members better? So it's that evolutionary part, um, and a degree a degree of curiosity. Uh, with the volunteer leaders, it is always, always, always a give back uh, kind of thing and really some, some curiosity, at least keeping consistent with the terms that I put up, put up there. Because uh, the questions you all ask or the, the, the problems that you identify and you try to figure solutions on how to make it better. How do we get lawyers into those areas that don't have um, opportunities for them? How do we 
get dresses to to service members, children, or tuxedos so that they can participate in the event? How do we get out in the community and build houses? How do we update the juvenile code? How do how do we how do we how do we how do we? So I think that the lawyers that are volunteer leaders are always asking questions that go toward challenges or problems uh, in the system and really come up with solutions that are designed to improve the quality of legal services. And you mentioned that while you were president, the Leadership Academy kind of emerged. Can you talk to those listening um, about what Leadership Academy is and kind of go into that and the goal of that program and kind of what you've seen it become? Yeah. Unlike any other training programs or like other training programs, Leadership Atlanta, Leadership Georgia, uh, it's an intensive uh, multi-week, multi-month program, usually over most of the course of a bar year where people are selected to be a part of it and, and get some leadership experience. We try to in, involve them in uh, work that's done on the legislative side. We certainly do the service side. We expose them to the big bar. We show them what people are doing in other places across the state. Um, and it's just grown and grown and grown. I am most proud because what it really does is, is and it, it was designed to do, is to help people become capable leaders, uh, either in their young lawyers division service or to be ready to step up as the next crop for what has been called the big bar. Um, and I hate that this that disconnect because they run simultaneously. But that is true. I mean, the next role would be the Board of Governors, which has a larger responsibility for impacting and affecting the rules and the way that the, the bar works. So you got to be ready for that. And, and so it is amazing what it has done and what it continues to do to get people ready to be in that position. The bigger thing is that it does the same thing for them in their communities and other capacities. So having seen some of the graduates take on elected official roles, having seen them be leaders in different parts and just doing stuff in the community, that part is really the most exciting about it. You know, when I was talking about you were a mentor to me, you, did, you, you realized I, I didn't you elaborate. Did, you weren't, you weren't true. Uh, no, Good I was God. being honest. This is I'm not under oath, but I was. Back. I was telling it. the truth. Okay. But, but I'm connecting it up with what you, what you've said. You know the qualities you think make a good lawyer and, and the ability to grow. Uh, and, and what you had told me at one point in time, because you sort of elaborate on that, I I might can commiserate about losing election. Mm-hmm. You. What you told me, and and I think I'm probably more proud that somebody told me that than I've ever been proud that somebody told me something before. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not something you go around saying I'm proud that you know, somebody told me to, to you know do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you told me to to stay involved, mm-hmm. and that had provided me with an opportunity to grow, mm-hmm. and. He, you know, when you're saying that, and I'm thinking about our relationship together, I don't know that we would have this podcast if you had not told me that and told me to grow. And so when you say that that's the qualities that make a good lawyer is the ability to grow, it's sort of connecting up in a circle that I didn't know that we were going to be. Yeah. I mean, time is a flat circle, but yeah. I didn't realize we were going into this. Yeah. Um, and it just sort of amazes me. Well. That's interesting. And just so you know, I am now going to take a co-creator tag uh, for the podcast. So I'm going to put that on my LinkedIn resume. But but I think that's right. right? I mean, I think that that, that is right, that 
Um, and maybe sometimes advice like that is added motivation where it's like, not only am I going to stay involved, but I'm going to show you why I should be involved or why I was interested in being involved in the first place. And those are often the people that come back and really make some significant contributions as you've done here. And so to know that that's the kind of the domino effect is really exciting, really exciting. And you've talked about all the ways that people can be involved in the bar, people can be involved in their communities, talking about the effect that you can have on others. Yeah. What do you yourself do for you to balance your life in as uh, busy as it is within the bar, being in that work world, but balancing it with life outside of the bar? What mm -hmm. do you do to kind of balance that, keep yourself grounded in and outside of that? <laughs> Anybody that's talked to me more than five minutes knows I love cycling. And, and, and I bike and, and I have been excited to marry my passion for cycling with doing different things, uh, travel and trips, adventure, I throw the bike in the back of the car with me everywhere I go. She's here and in, in, up in the room, um, <laughs> relaxing, uh, get a nice bubble bath. Get, right. <laughs> I, I probably should check the charges. She might've ordered some room service, you know, um, and, and then also connecting it to community. Um, at the end of the month uh, in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta, we'll do a ride where we uh, pass out items to men and women that are uh, unhoused, and, and, and it's by bike. And we did some things over the last couple of years that work with uh, civil legal services. So just things by bike, because I believe it is the perfect way to sort of get that clarity of thought, um, maybe sneak a little exercise in there, but just, just kind of relax. Um, and I've had to learn that the hard way. Um, I, I, I get very focused, but in a negative way and, and, and love to work and love the work that I do. And, and, and for a long time, it was at the expense or at the sacrifice of, of family and other people. I thought this ambition needed to be very heavy. Uh, that, that is not the way that it needs to go. Um, so doing a better job of, of balancing it. And uh, being able to realize that if I have finished something, I don't need to pick anything else up uh, to do. Uh, I can write my notes or do something else or maybe even sneak out and get on a bike. So, But, but that comes, I think, with a little bit of aging. Uh, and, and, and it also comes maybe sometimes with a certain level of work that, that you can afford to do it. I know it's harder when you are a new associate harder when you're trying to make partner, harder when you're doing it. Um, but you got to figure it out uh, because it, this is a long game, a real long game. So, And what would your advice be to those that are in the beginning of their career? I mean, some of the young lawyers are, you know, in their first five years of practice, whether it be non-traditional or they went straight through school. Um, but some that are even further in 10, 15 years still can't find that balance. What is something that you would tell others that are looking for that balance in their lives, or at least trying to, that either helped you or you think might help them? Yeah. This may be a bit hypocritical or harsh. I don't think it's as hard as it seems, mm -hmm. but you really don't see that until you're on the other side. But it isn't as hard as it seems. And then Michael reminded us of the, the point about a data point and taking it away. I have one, but I don't remember the data. But I, but it, but it, but it, but it involves that whole just if you did five minutes one day, and then six minutes the next day, and then eight minutes the next day, and you start to build habits. I, I think the whole point about this or about anything is really just the start. It's just the start, 
And, and when you start a little bit and you start to enjoy it, particularly, you will find out all of the benefits that are yielded from it and all the good things. Just start and do something and, and keep going that way. And don't don't put all that pressure on yourself that you don't have an hour to do a full uh, 30 minute or 60 minute ride with Hannah Frankson, my favorite instructor on Peloton. Um, just do. Just a favorite. Just do a five minute ride or or take a walk outside. Uh, be present with your family or your loved ones. Um, practice some kind of mindfulness or meditation. Real simple solutions. And then I think it will be incorporated into a habit or routine. But again, easier said than done. I get that. And on a, I guess, more personal side, as you've been involved in the bar, worked your way through it, um, met all the people that you have through the bar. What are some of your favorite memories, I guess, that you can kind of call upon that have kept you involved or moments that, um, whether they be with a person or at a conference like we're at now, anything that you can think of that kind of kept you going, look forward to, anything like that? Jeez. That's a loaded question. <laughs> it is. She has to, not me. Yeah. And why is it this specific annual conference? Yeah. So, so I can think of a few right away. Um, when I, when I was, so I, I, I biked in all of Georgia's counties mm-hmm. to, to do some stuff. But when I was down in, I guess it's Grady County or wherever Josh Bell lives down in Bainbridge. That's either Grady or Thomas. It's early. Or, okay. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Bainbridge is early county. Okay. No, 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 no. It's Greater Decatur. It's Decatur. It's Decatur. Decatur. Yeah. I was down in Southwest Georgia. Josh and his family, I got there late, you know, were out there greeting me as I was coming through. Josh is a big friend of mine. Um, or I think it's that moment at the Hyatt when I ran into Ross um, and he encouraged me to do the work that he needed to do. It's been as recent as talking to Henry Walker not too long ago, um, shortly after I started on and the advice that he provided uh, with this stuff. It's been people that have come since uh, and said, hey, I got active and involved because you were active and involved. It's moments like today when Ron talked about uh, the mentorship and, and how that has helped. Um, it has been all of those things that constantly happen that people share good things that go on that, that makes uh, a difference. And, and in the role that I have now, mm-hmm. it's even bigger than that. It, it's when we're able to celebrate the stuff that the people do at work. It's when uh, Jamie and Jessica kill it, uh, YLD stuff. It's when Geike here at this meeting has really taken our sponsorship level to a whole different kind of ball game. It's when the key cards. Impressed they the had cards. the nerve to not give me an annual meeting key card. I was like, nope. I know what you got behind that I desk, got so fix it. So so the key cards. Um, I got so five on it. Briefly explain <laughs> the key cards for those right, who right, may right. not be here. So, so, so you may have seen it before in other conferences, but the, the door uh, key cards are, are badged or branded uh, mm-hmm. thanks to our sponsor, uh, CSI. 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 Yeah. Um, for Miami. all of your uh, collision special needs. Um, so uh, CSI, and they've got the annual meeting on there. And it's just small touches like that that, that make a difference. You know, Take Law being our Wi-Fi sponsor, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. So I think in the role that I have now, just really happy seeing the, the, the things that our staff does to make things better uh, at, the, at the bar um, and the way that they, they put the needs of our members top of mind. Um, so I throw another one out, the ICLE. Uh, the, I understand the Family Law Conference was a smashing success. The Real yeah. Property Law Institute, another grand slam. I mean, it, you, you get to see those folks, 
who've been through transition yeah. and had had a plateful coming out of a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, figuring out how to make things work again. Yeah. And they're hitting it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of things, man. I, you know, look, Daryl Sutton's a good guy, and Daryl gave me a lot of good advice before I came on board shortly after I said yes. Uh, former Chief Justice Harold Melton called and was like, look, here's what we're, you're going to have to do. Here's the way that you need to be successful. So, so he was a, a big help with some things. So I think it's just seeing things kind of come um, and, and then sharing in the success with, with the team that I'm working with now. And it's pretty big. It's a big deal. Before we kind of close out this live podcast today, what would be something that you want to share with those who are listening that you think is important for them to know about being involved, serving in either your community, the state, even larger spectrum, just being involved in service, period. What what do you think they should know, or in your opinion, they should know about service as a lawyer? You know, sir, that might, that might be the same advice from how to sort of find some time for uh, quality of life or what, and, and that is nothing too small is insignificant uh, and just sort of start with some things. Um, and, and, and if it's a passion to you, that's all right too. Um, if you, if you can't or aren't interested in pro bono service, you're not, you're not a bad person. Um, but you can give a check that'll help, or you can certainly, uh, find something else to do. You know, that's important. Um, a lot of people always talk about how important it is for lawyers to serve in roles as legislators or elected officials. And I am one of the people that believe that that's absolutely true. I, I just think that our training and our education and if nothing else, our ability to know how to go access rules uh, gives us a, a, a head start that's uh, particularly important. Uh, I think we think through the bigger picture um well, I'm not saying we do it better uh, in case any legislators are wishing, but I do think that it helps us do it pretty well. And I just think that it 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 is a bonus if you're doing something that you really like to, but but you got to. I do think that that is the debt that we have to pay, and I do think it is important. And you really will be surprised at how small things not only spread, but really make a difference. I, I think sometimes we get paralyzed believing that we have to do something major and comprehensive, and then we wind up getting overwhelmed, or we may do a bad job. In fact, let me tell you, there was a time where I've taken a couple of pro bono cases. I shouldn't have had no business taking them. Then I got distracted, and then I got busy, and I did a horrible job with those. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, but there were other ways that, that I could have made some contributions that would have been uh, far more significant and impactful. So I think just be creative. Uh, look for some things. Do some things small and just keep doing it. Well, I think that's great advice. Just start, essentially. Just start. And, yeah, get involved. Um, I have appreciated you being on, and I think that closes out our podcast. And uh, I think the Good Lord Podcast, co-created by Damon Elmore. That's the end of season two. Wow. of the Good Lawyer Podcast. I want to thank all of our guests that we've had today at our live episode: Joyette Holmes, Mike Monahan, and Damon Elmore. And thank you all who are listening to this episode. All of whom left, uh, even though I stayed and watched all of theirs. Neither neither one of them are here. We still have a live studio audience, though. We're almost as good as Saturday Night Live. Uh, this is Savannah Thursday Afternoon Live. Um, and uh, this is my last official episode. I'll, I'll be back, I think, at some point in time. But uh, Sarah's got some fun things in store for next year. 
uh, next bar year. So yeah. um, I'm going to let Sarah wind us up. Well, if you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and be sure to come back for next season, as Ron mentioned. Until then, this has been Sarah Young and Ron Daniels. And we're signing off. Woo! This podcast was created by the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia. It was produced, recorded, and edited by Jamie Goss. Special thanks to Ron Daniels and D. Sarah Young. Follow the YLD on social media at Georgia YLD. Call in with questions on the podcast at 404-526-8607. Happy birthday to Ron. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, you're throwing me a party. You're throwing me a party. <laughs> <laughs>